you know what you, you knew the guys and you know it, it was like a, like I said they talk about respect it was like sort of a back and forth thing with that so um, other guys could you learn all the, the roster terms too or what I'm sorry what's that I said did you learn all the roster terms or what are they called yeah. or something like that is that what's yeah called? you could call it well you know he picked up a lot of lingo along the way yeah, because you know, right? you know, like a new guy would come in or whatever, and the guy would go, "All right, what, what happened? What happened?" Guy would go on for five minutes, and the other guy would be, you know, the guy you standing next to would be like, uh, "What do you say?" <laughs> oh, he said, you know, and you'd be able to, you know, pick it all up. He said, "Oh, he said he was walking down the street when a guy came around the corner with a with, with a gun and did this and shot this guy and he ran away this way." And it's like I, I couldn't even understand what the guy was saying. <laughs> That's good. I, I had a detective in um, the two three rip, and he was from St. Thomas. And when he first came to the rip unit, he would be talking to a complainant, and he would say, "How he look?" <laughs> you know, you know, yeah. Rather than what did he look like? He go, "How he look?" And we would fucking die laughing. Yeah, that's funny <laughs> stuff, you know. Yeah, it is funny. Yeah, that's why you know the, you talk the melting pot or the. Uh, the gorgeous mosaic, as Dickens used to say, that is now the police department. You know. Yes, that's true. Yeah, I saw a bunch of the new a bunch of chiefs just got moved around and stuff uh, the past week. You know, yeah. too. You know. Oh yeah, chief of patrol is now um, um, Holmes. Holmes. Yeah. yeah, Holmes. Yeah. There was like five sisters that were all on the job. Yeah, you know, I, I, I somebody. I mean, I, I don't know her. I, I don't think I've ever met her. I mean, she's been on for a long time, and uh, yeah, yeah she does have a big uh, family. Uh, yeah, uh, pops and stuff. Her sister used to work at the borough in Manhattan. Yeah, you know, I never, never remember, remember running into her at all. Yeah, but uh, yeah, well, everything changes. You know that, you know. Yeah, I mean, I you know something. We started out talking about anti-crime and uh, how important it is to um, keep crime down in the city and. Um, I really, it's a, it's a different world of policing now. Uh, Body-worn video, uh, cell phones out there all over the place, videoing every single thing you do. This stupid, ridiculous diaphragm law, which is going to have to be reversed. Yeah, yeah. I don't know who can be these days or how smart it is to be a proactive cop. Well, yeah, I know it's hard, you know, it's, and I mean, what do you say? I mean, you know, you're going to tell guys do nothing, do you, you can't do nothing. You know, yeah. I mean, you, you know, with, with cops, no matter what, I mean, even, even when, we're in, when uh, I was out on the street, you know, anti-crime or whatever, you know what it's like when you go out and you can't take a collar and your partner can't take a collar, how stressful it is. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, what do you do? Uh, you know, a guy goes by, he was looking at, you know, he's giving you that deer in the headlight look or whatever, you know, you got something there and you just got to try to turn your head the other way. It's, it's it's a horrible feeling. You have to avoid it. Yeah, it's absolutely. Not you know, I, or, or have a guy give you you know, you know, a guy that should by all means you know you should take him, but he's going to turn around and then grow a pair of balls and start giving you shit now. Right, right, you, know, right. you can't you can't live like that. You can't work like that. No. So I mean that's what I think these guys are up against today. You know where they they feel like they can't do things, and they're going to sit there and once somebody gets that feeling that this guy's not taking me. I'm going to well, do you know, something, just even the, the verbal abuse I've seen them have to take, yeah, uh, to me is outrageous. Like, where, where isn't there something called disorderly conduct? Doesn't that come into play anymore? They can't, yeah, no, I mean, that was, you know, yeah, that was that was uh, there was always this con, you know, yeah. uh, 
we're obstructing, you know? Yeah, it doesn't seem like they're simple. allowed to use that anymore. I guess they must have changed that in the penal law. Oh, no, they're allowed to curse you out now, you know? Like, yeah. Well, that and I, I know uh, from what I've heard, too, that this, the DA's office isn't even writing these cases up, which I'd be like, uh, we don't work for the DA's office. I don't care what they do. Somebody commits a crime, you take them, and that's it. Yeah, let them DP it, yeah. you know? Yeah, I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, it would be boring. The I mean, DA's office would get pissed at you for not signing the DP. I'm not signing that. Yeah. I probable cause. I arrested them. You, that's your, that's your. Oh, with the guns, you know, they dp quite a few guns, you know. I mean, uh, over a number of reasons, they said, you know, you'd have guys, whatever. Well, what happened? I was, you know, stopped at a light. Guy came up to me, said, oh, that guy across the street's got a pistol. And you went and grabbed the guy and he had a pistol. All right, well, where's the guy? Oh, I don't know. Well, will he, is he going to testify? Oh, I'll ask him next time I see him. I mean, who is that? I'm not telling you who he is. Right. You know? Oh, we're throwing this case out. Oh, well. Yeah. I pulled over a guy one time. He had his, he had a gun. You know where the registration and inspection sticker is? The gun's there, you know, on the dashboard. He's like, oh, shit. I didn't, you know. And so I go to the DA's office and the DA's like, oh, no one's ever going to believe that. Okay. How could somebody be so stupid and leave a gun on their dashboard? Uh, I don't know. I mean, uh, but that's what happened. Right, right. Well, so they DP it. So what do you do? Yeah. There's a gun off the street, and, you know, uh, but I mean, uh, and you what can you do? All the time. <laughs> yeah. You know? Sometimes truth is stranger than fiction, as they say. Yeah. Right? I know. That's why I think they should have spent a little more time. Uh, not that you'd want it, certain people riding around with you, but I, but I think it has a purpose where it's been effective in the past, people like that, if they spent a, a little time with some cops. Because uh, why are we all, why, why are we the way we are, Bill? Because we, we, were, we, we, we saw what we saw for 20, yeah. 30, okay? We're not, we weren't like that. You know, we didn't know every, anything when we got on the job. I don't care where you grew up, okay? I don't care what your background is or what your race is. Unless, you, you know, you really didn't know what, went on no you didn't and, you and didn't the, more know the, you the more you did you realize how screwed up things were and you know and that's the way we are now we're not we're not racist we might be bigoted you know uh from all the stuff that we've seen but we're not, by no means racist i mean that's no. just the word that throws around but you probably help more black people than uh 50 yeah. politicians you know yeah but they and I, I, i'm proud to say that you know and i i you know what I could I could ride through that neighborhood now and find a person that was there when I was there. Yeah. And you know what? You're not gonna find too many people gonna turn around and say that guy's a scumbag. He did this. He did that. You know? Right. They're gonna they're gonna speak uh, highly. I mean, that was the thing. That was one thing I was always proud of. Was uh, not my not only uh, the reputation with the, with other cops, but with people that lived there, store yeah. owners, even bad guys. You know, they used to send they used to send IAB down to Central Booking and ask questions like, "What happened?" Do you ever remember hearing stuff they were doing that for a while? Yeah, I heard. Yeah, <clears throat> you know, so I, I didn't have to worry about that stuff. You know, yeah, we had your guy. You know, you know, guy was a little bit off the rails and maybe made up some crazy story. I never had a gun. They wouldn't say nothing, but they wouldn't they wouldn't throw me under the bus. You know, right, right. Um, which now. You know, you see these videos, a guy gets locked up with a gun. He spits in the arresting officer's face. I'm like, I don't think any of the baddest guys I ever ran into would ever even dream of doing something like that. Not because they get thrown down a flight of stairs, which they might, um, but
but uh, it was more of a thing like who would do that? I'm, you know, you. I think they're of, something. I think no, but I think they're emboldened by what they're actually allowed to do these days. How much they're allowed to push the envelope, right? And they get emboldened by that, and also by the amount that cops are hampered from doing their job from stupid laws like the diaphragm law, like catch and release with bail reform, like, you know, body worn video, uh, numerous things, you know, stop questioning frisk, which by the way, the department caused that themselves. Right. By, by making that a numbers game, right? Yeah. A numbers game. Exactly. Right. Because, you know, they weren't satisfied with crime was down to a level that this is good. This is a very safe city. Right. Once it a certain level, to keep knocking it down, you have to go be intrusive beyond right. the Bill of Rights. You know what I mean? No, I know, I know. And they did that. And yeah. and you know, Kelly may go down as one of the greatest police commissioners ever, but that's a stain on him and Bloomberg. Right. They're the ones that push that. No, they they they. You know what? Like we we two fifties were always there. And you know, there was a log in the precinct. And like you said, if you drove the murders down from two. 2,500 to 400, um, you're probably not going to do much better now. In a city this big, you know, there's no matter what type of police work you can, you, you're doing, you really can't stop a man from killing his wife or, or, or shooting his girlfriend or, or vice versa. You know, there's always going to be that, that element of, uh, uh, of domestic stuff or whatever. Right. Um, but you could cut down on the random, the random stuff, and and, and this, you know the uh, spontaneous crimes quite a bit. Right. And uh, yeah, no, they didn't know when to say when, and uh, and it ruined it. And you know what? You know everybody tries to make that a, even a race issue. Um, but who complained? You know, they, 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 from the you know, who complained about stop question and frisk? Uh, just saw people complain. I didn't see. I didn't see older black people complain. Yeah. I didn't see like old church women complain. No. I saw. You know who complained. You know. I think it started being um, legitimate people that were coming home from work, right. and it was such a numbers game that they were just stopping me. Right. And like you know, I'm, I'm an attorney down on Wall Street. Why am I getting stopped and frisked? Yeah, no, that was that was all wrong. Yeah, it was wrong, and, and you know something, it was it was sort of ridiculous. But you know mm -hmm. something, it made the active and the uh, aggressive cops, the yeah. declared cops, it made their job ten times harder. Right. You know. No, it did. It was. Uh, it, it it was really looking back. I mean, I understand that it, it was a terrible thing because it it really took the you know an important tool, which is or, or it's it's actually law. Stop question of frisk is. Uh, you know, it's in the criminal procedure law, what you can right. do, what you can't do. And like you said, it became a numbers game. They stopped too many legitimate people in that. And they didn't know how to go about it the right way also, you know. Well, you had captains with 10 years on a job ordering cops to stop people. I know. You know, yeah, like, like uh, give me 10, you go, you have 250s. Uh, yeah, exactly. That. And you're like, what? You know, we didn't even know what they were do stopping people for. No. And, uh, oh, and, you know, you also... They couldn't articulate, you know, it has to be done under reasonable suspicion. What were you? What, what, what was I reasonable suspicious about, Captain? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that you told me to stop this guy? Right. You know, and that's the thing. I mean, we stopped guys that, you know, uh, times didn't have anything. Yeah. You know, but, you know, 
that you understood. All right, fellas, you know, way ahead. Uh, just, you know, whatever, going to uh, be careful, be safe. And most guys understood it. You know, you got to realize everywhere you went in the neighborhood, you got stopped by somebody. You had to get buzzed into a store. You had to go to a metal detective in school. Everywhere you went, you went to a party. They had some, you know, guy out there searching you. So, I mean, it, it just was something that really had to be done. If you done, if you were decent, but you, like you said, you wouldn't run down John Q. Citizen and start harassing them or searching them for uh, just because uh, the job wanted you to give a number. I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah, now you get news reporters saying, stop and frisk. And I always say, oh, stop, stop. It's not called stop and frisk. Where'd you get that from? You know, it's called stop, question, and frisk, you know? Yeah. And, and, so, I said, and, and the question part is important because that may raise the level of suspicion. Right, yeah. The frisk, right? Yeah. But news reporters, they just want to all say, stop and frisk. I know. You know, because that's what they're taught to do, because they're, you know, they're police. Oh, well, what can you do, right? (laughs) Well, Mike, we've been talking for, again, close, I don't know, pretty damn long time. Wow, it's been a while, okay. Yeah, it's been a long time, and I think we covered a lot of stuff. I mean, we both are mourning over the loss of uh, anti-crime. Yeah, well, you know, you always go back to the basics, they say. So hopefully it comes around again. Yeah, you know, something. The benefit of everybody, the police officers and, and, you know, the the good, decent people who need, uh, they need need police officers like that out there. Yeah, mostly the community needs it. Yeah. You know, it's uh, as a, you know, as a career path for for cops, it's also important. Patrol, anti-crime, rip. Yeah. Uh, you know that type of thing right. but uh, mostly for the community that they help keep people safe from the worst element in the community right. the gun carriers the robbers the assaulters on the street there's got to there's got to be some somebody between them and you know those type of people and, and, and yeah. working people or else everyone's going to be strapped right yeah then what <laughs> yeah then what exactly we got the wild west so mike yeah. i just want to thank you i mean this is like I think this is like your fourth time on this show. Um, three, third. Well, the first time you came on, we did two episodes. Oh, okay, all right. Okay. Okay. And then we spoke about the homicide case, the John Lennon case. Yes, okay. And this, you know, we're putting all this down so one day it'll be in a museum. You know. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it'll be like someone coming. Oh, Mike Hyman, let me play this. Oh shit. This is some interesting. Yeah, sure. Down the road, hopefully, you know, maybe my my grandkids will get a. That's kick right. Out. They can watch it. Hey, I was grandpa. Look at that. This this is some funny shit. <laughs> I, my my grandfather was on from thirty to fifty. I wish he would have lived long enough, um, where I could like listen to stories and appreciate his oh, stories. Yeah. You know, I thought sure about, be, right? about a different job back then, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh God, but uh, so I just wanna I just wanna thank you okay. for coming on. Well, thank you, Bill. I appreciate it. It's great. I mean, you know, we, we walk some of the same paths. I mean, I yes. don't as much gun play as you, but, uh, you know, I, I, I was out there. And uh, your stories are always fantastic. You know. Yeah, yeah. You know, no. you know something? I always think that one of the reasons when we started doing Police Off the Cuff was, like, sort of to archive some of these great stories from the great yeah. in the city history. And I think it should be done more, you know. But know. These you know real quick. You know? Real quick, the six O, and I, I, I never, I don't know why, why I never thought of it, but the six O, the squad used to have an intel log, and they had like you know the old binders with a log, 
of funny stuff and things that happened. And it was always like a, you know, a little blurb, a little paragraph. I said, what a great idea to have that memorialized going back. Oh, you know, this day, so-and-so said what, this happened, that happened. Uh, it, it was great stuff. Could have sold that book. All well, these, yeah, that, I mean, cop lore, you know, yeah. the, the, the stories. Like, I mean, we always say that term, oh, that guy's balls have been dipped in butter. Well, that was such a funny expression, you know. Yeah. But if you say that to a cop, he knows exactly what you're talking about. That little fuck that drives the cheapest balls have been dipped in oh. butter from day one, you know. And well, you talk to other people and they look at it. Where do you come up with this stuff? I didn't come up with it. It's 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 out there. It's been yeah. out. There. It's not well, me. You, I know, you know, hair bag. That's a great yeah. term, hair bag, right? Yeah. You yeah. Know? I mean, it's a million. Oh, that's a ground ball. Oh, that's a home run. You know, all this yeah. lingo. Cop is funny in itself. I yeah. like to do a dictionary. That'd yeah, be yeah, top dictionary. Yeah, that you know, you probably get it published somewhere. If you know? And and a perp dictionary would be pretty funny too. You know. The mis, uh, would, mis, I mean, we all do it, but the mispronounced uh, words or words that are supposed to be something else, like, you know, you know, calibrating and corroborating. You know? Someone said, I got Cadillacs in my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> That's some funny yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah, we ate. That's great, man. So listen, again, we could keep right. talking, but uh, I think it's time to go. Okay. So, Mike, again, okay. thank you so much, and uh, we'll be in touch. All right, but and this right, is uh, episode number eight of uh, Real Crime Stories with Detective Retired Detective First Grade Mike Heinrichs. God All bless, right. Mike. All right, Bill. Thanks again. I'll talk to you soon. Good. Take care. All right, bye.